We're back to the Neil Haley Show on the Total Celebrity segment, and I'm excited to welcome the program Sarah Wayne Callies of Council of Dads from NBC. Sarah, thanks for calling. How are you? Neil, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm well under the circumstances. How about yourself? I'm surviving, uh, but does this seem like, and I have six kids of my own, so they're all, five of them are in, in school, all at home, so it's it's crazy. We're all working from home, and it's, it, I, I don't know, I, it just fe- feels like one of the shows you were in, right? Thinking about The Walking Dead, and you never thought you would be dealing with a situation where you had to quarantine yourself like this, right? And living almost some of these shows you've been on. You know, I mean, I got a text from a bunch of my friends on Colony um, in the last week who are living in Los Angeles, and they were like, Los Angeles has turned into Colony. It's crazy. Um, you know, uh, it's eerie. You know, I, I live in the woods, um, and so things, I think, are a little bit easier for me than they are for a lot of other folks. Uh, you know, I've got, some, I've got some room to run around. My kids and I are spending a lot of time making bonfires and cooking and going for hikes and stuff but i think about people who are quarantined in cities right now and who've got really limited mobility and you know some of them are really heavy um oh yeah least presence and uh my heart really goes out to them that it sounds like a real trial and the people that have lost their jobs i mean i'm concerned about you know my livelihood as a digital marketing tech expert tutor whatever every hand i wear in radio and just thinking well what's going to happen next but just to think about this is a science fiction we're living and it's crazy so but now we're going to go to a show that's going to be heartwarming that you're a part of and what did you think of tell us about your character in council of dads and i i think really it's something that is what the community of the of the we're all picking up different roles right now to help others through need. And this story really tells that in a lot of ways. I mean, you're right. It's interesting. When I, you know, when I first signed on to do this show in February of 2019, I was very consciously trying to put something into the world that was not bleak. Um, I felt like I'd put a lot of violence into the world in my career. And uh, I'm proud of a lot of those shows, um, but I also wanted to do something really different. And I was looking for something that would really be filled with hope um, and uplift and a sense of faith in the human spirit. Um, and then all of a sudden, the world uh, the world fell into quarantine in the last few weeks. And I feel like the need for that kind of storytelling is stronger than it's ever been in my lifetime. Um, and, you know, you're right. I mean, I, I've been under voluntary self-quarantine for the last 12 days um, because I, I traveled from L.A. and I was uh, exposed to somebody who was afraid that he had come down with the virus. And so for the last 12 days, I've been at home and my community has been, you know, supporting me and calling and going, okay, I'm going to the grocery store. What do you need? I'll leave it at the bottom of your driveway. And, you know, don't worry about it. You pay me later. Like people have been so unbelievably kind and generous and supportive. And that's, and that's the only way we're going to get through this, right, is by stepping up for people as though we were their family. And that's, you know, that's what the story's about. The story's about, you know, a man who is afraid he's not going to make it. And so he reaches out to three of his friends to say, I need you to be family to my kids. Um, yes, and I need you to definitely. step up in a way you've never stepped up before. And I've got to ask more from you than I wish I did. But here we are. And that's, that's, 
that's kind of what's happening all over the world right now, isn't it? Exactly. And, and so many people have to hold their own and think of the stress of the house in this show is like the stress of every household in America right now or all over the world. What the uncertainty and those kids are living that uncertainty with their dad being sick. Absolutely. And I think, you know, there's, I hear a lot of talk and it's real about the stress of what does it mean to try and have, you know, to try and educate your kids at home on your own uh, (laughs) while you're trying to figure out the economics of it all. Um, And that's real. And I don't want to take away from that in any way. But the other side of that is that there is an opportunity here that when they're at the end of their lives, our children can talk about these months that they spent in the home in quarantine with their parents and the games they played and the stories they told and the adventures they went on. You know, like my kids and I were gathering a bunch of rocks in the yard and we're going to paint got a bunch of tempera paint. We're going to paint all these rocks. And the next time we go on a hike, we're going to leave them on the hike. So just like, you know, little rocks that say smile or you're beautiful or I love you. Just something to kind of cheer people up. We are modeling for our children right now how we deal with a global crisis. And we can teach them that we come together and that we really stand up for each other. It's going to be hard, and we're going to need people to stand up for us when we fall down because there's going to be a lot of suffering and a lot of Exactly. And I think the Um, learning experience of this is for sure. And I think that when you watch a show as heartwarming as this, especially a book was written on this, that people could say, we have to watch shows like this and be what these dads were for a dad in need as we have to help everyone else in need. That's the huge part of it. I sure hope so. I mean, look, at at a time like this in our world, if this show brings a little bit of hope, a little bit of light, a little bit of ease, a good cry, whatever it is, um, I would just be grateful to be a part of something positive in people's lives right now. Hey, a book, always pick up a book. That meaning the successful books already have a built-in audience and people want to watch and there you go. And you have it all set up in one thing for sure. But I feel for you. I can't believe you were self-quarantined. So you must have been scared first that you could have contracted it, right, by being self-quarantined. That's, I guess, new news in a way that you you were nervous, weren't you, once you went home from L.A.? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, the day my friend called me and said, look, I've got a fever and a sore throat. Um, I was I was nervous for myself, but I was really nervous my community. One of my closest friends here is 101 years old. Um, oh and, you know, that's why we quarantined. I'm, you know, I'm young enough and healthy enough that I think I could get this virus and survive it. And I feel the same way about everybody else in my household. But there are a lot of elders in our community. And the same cannot be said for them. Some of them have pre-existing conditions. And so, you know, this is very much about trying to make decisions that would keep them safe. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And I'm happy for that. And I know your fans are happy and everyone needs definitely to tune into the show. And I I think that the big thing is about this is what we need shows like this heartwarming that we're all going to pitch in in Western Pennsylvania. I'm in Pittsburgh, by the way, we have really are picking up and helping people in so many ways and across the country. They are showing how powerful our country is and we're going to overcome this as the whole world will overcome it, but we just don't know when. And the more we can, 
go about business as usual, except not exposing ourselves and really growing as human beings. We'll see how much we wasted time not spending time with others. And hopefully this changes yeah. the way we were before to a new future of uh, the century. So uh, I appreciate you coming by. Everyone needs to tune in 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night to Council of Dads and check out Sarah. And uh, where's the best place we can connect with you so that people can tell you, find out how you're doing and everything. What social media channels? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram, Sarah Wayne Callies. This is my name. I just joined Twitter so that I can live tweet um, tomorrow night. That's Sarah W. Callies. Um, those are probably the best ways to reach out. And, you know, I also encourage people to, like, reach out if you need support. You know, if you just need someone to tell you they love you and you're going to be able to make it through the day or that they're sorry for your loss, I'm here and uh, and I want to make it better. Well, well, good luck to you on live tweeting. Uh, Twitter's an interesting animal, but you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. And you have so many fans. I would be going to all your fans of all your other shows to bring them over to Council of Dads. That's what you should do with your Twitter. All right, but I appreciate you calling. Best of luck and take care of your family. And hopefully at one point we'll get to see each other, not just on the phone, but face-to-face at one point in time at an event or something. So thanks for calling. All right. I hope you and your kids stay well. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show. We'll be back in just a moment.